Oh my god, this was the hardest rankings I think I've ever had to do. Yeah, I don't know about that. They're similar to last year. So you had a bottom tier, you had a top tier, and then you had about eight teams in between. I don't think you there is a bottom tier. Uh I mean, I think there's a lot of teams with a lot of issues. If that makes sense. Okay, I mean we'll go Are you over. Rank Max uh last again? No, absolutely not. Max is in <laughs> Max is really high up there. So, uh. Welcome to Bald Guys Talking Football. Yes, that's right. We're releasing a recap edition, uh, our, I guess our, our rankings edition. Uh, we'll see what happens after this. We'll see where we go after this. But Bald Guys Talking Football, one more time at least to start out the season. I am joined by my buddy, Eric. Eric, how are you doing tonight? I am doing super well, so um, uh, I'm looking forward to these rankings. I, I think it was a lot crazier, harder than we thought, so um, yeah, or at least for me it was. Yeah, I have a whole bunch of lines slashed through names, names moved back and forth, up and down, other than probably my top four have stayed the same. That's about it. Okay. All right. So, um, Yeah. So all is good. Uh, fantasy news. There wasn't much um, right after, shortly after we drafted. Uh, it was the next day. Uh, Washington Commanders running back Brian Robinson uh, got shot. So it sounds like he's going to be out for a little while. Um, they showed him. Uh, I saw something today where he showed up yesterday at the uh, facility. It was his day to bring snacks. And he showed up in crutches, had his leg wrapped. Um, but he had his uh, Oreo cookies in his hand. So um, looks like he's in good spirits. It sounds like he could come back this year, but there's no real timetable. It's it's not a knee injury. It's not a, you know, typical injury. He got shot. So we don't know. Yeah. What is the bullet hole recovery time? Uh, yeah. Do you know uh, where he was shot? No, I, I don't think they even released it. I, I, at least I had, I didn't check today if there was more details on it. I know the night that it, it happened, I was trying to figure out if it was, Something serious because they just said that he was in, you know, uh, stable condition. But, you know, he could have had his no, knee blown out. You don't know. But it, it sounds like from what from what um, Ian Rappaport was uh, um, reporting was it sounds like he's going to come. He, he's hopeful to come back this year. He's not coming back anytime soon. Um, it's definitely something that's going to keep him out for weeks, but they don't really know. Like they're really unsure of it, so he could. They're hopeful that he'll be back this year. Yeah. Did they? I don't even know if they. They put him on the roster. They didn't put him on the pup list, though, right? Well, no, he's going to be on IR. That that temporary short-term IR type of deal. So they can bring him back if they want. They they have some time with him, but we'll see what happens. I mean, I think they're going to evaluate it after a couple of weeks, see where it's at, and I and mean, the, the the toughest thing is it's going to be tough for a rookie who, you know everybody's now, you know, mid-season form type of deal to get him in there where he would normally have these easier weeks in the beginning of the season. So, you know, is he might, he might not play much this year, you know, like he, his outlook for, for the rest of the season, isn't that great? Like, well, I, I think, think that's he, what you're hoping. Well, that's what they're, that's what the fantasy experts were reporting on it. You know, it's, they're, they're saying it's going to be tougher for him. It's not impossible, but, Nobody really knows. This is not something that typically happens, so we don't know what's going to happen here. Right. All right. And that's about it. Yeah, I don't think much else has happened. Bunch of cuts. Uh, cuts, couple... but didn't, nothing that affected what we're doing. So yeah, no major trades. Uh, your Baker Mayfield got uh, Laviscus. What's his face? Chenault from uh, from uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. I think that's actually a good trade for them. That yeah. He might produce. He might help out Baker Mayfield. We'll see. I, you know, we'll get into it when we go over, you know, breakdowns of teams and rosters. I'm hopeful on Baker. Like he was injured. Yeah, we'll go in. We'll get into it. So, all right. You want to start? Uh, sure. So we're gonna do twelve through one. I don't know what Dave vote. Uh, D- Dave's are. And he doesn't know mine. This is a complete blind reaction. I guess we'll reveal them at the same time. Uh, or we'll reveal them one each, uh, sort of like a snake thing. I'll start, go to Dave. Dave will do his 11 then. And then we'll just keep snaking back and forth. So at my 12, 
Um, and I'm, I'm going to just let you know how I ranked them. Just based, you know, Dave, I brought in, you know, I think as they are as a manager, I think how, uh, I looked at their money situation. I looked at trade pieces. I looked at a lot of different stuff because my initial re uh, roster, you know, uh, evaluations was way different than when I brought in those things. So this is basically where I think they're going to end up. And at number 12, I have Memo. So you look at Memo's team, um, you know, he's, he's not void. And, and this is where it got really hard is because, I mean, it's not like I think Memo's in this like tier where he's like, can't pull himself out of, um, you know, Aaron Jones is a really nice piece. Um, that's, that's basically it. You know, if, if Kirk Cousins was his second quarter, second quarterback, I'd feel a lot better. Or if he had another like back end, um, you know, like 13th, 14th ranked uh, quarterback, I'd, I'd feel a lot better. Um, DK is great. But what's DK in this offense? Brandon Cooks, solid guy. I think he's got a good floor. I like him as a second receiver, but I don't like him when, with DK. Um, Aaron Jones, I think Clyde's going to be solid. Not, not this amazing guy, but not like, I mean, he's a good number two, number three running back, but he doesn't really have much after that. And that's where the issue is. And when you bring in the, the fact that he only has $4 and not, not a ton of these pieces that he can trade away. Um, you know, I like Ramondi Stevenson. I like uh, Daryl Henderson, but I don't see him like having any like a plus guys other than, uh, Aaron Jones. And the fact that he only has four bucks, I think it's going to be really tough for him to improve on this roster, make a lot of changes and stuff. Um, he doesn't have a ton of trade, like long-term trade pieces that are like going to be highly sought after. So um, I, I just, I think that's where he's going to end up. I think he's going to be, he's the 12th ranked guy right now. So Dave, yeah, who's uh, mine is uh, also memo. Um, did you factor in the same way that I did? We didn't really talk about this beforehand. It's the, the money or anything. Shit. Still there? Yeah, what's up? Uh, it said it disconnected. Um, yeah, I didn't factor in the money, um, but I just factored in who the owners were, what, the, what their draft was, um, things like that. So I, I looking at memos, you know, Again, I agree with you, Joe Flacco, Marcus Mariota. He's got Taysom Hill, so maybe he could get lucky on on that. But um, I I don't like his quarterbacks. I think they're the worst of the bunch. Uh, DK Metcalf was inconsistent under um, what's his face, uh, uh, Russell Wilson. Thank you, Russell Wilson. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I think, will regress a little bit from last year, even though he had a good year and. You know the rest of that wide receiver. I, I don't think Taysom Hill is is going to get many snaps. So no. if, he, if he plays them, he no, could I don't maybe he get lucky get a touchdown out of them. But he's not going to have enough touches, so I wouldn't be playing him. Clyde Edwards-Helaire yeah. inconsistent. Aaron Jones is his only consistent player in my opinion. Michael Carter's losing uh, snaps to um, Grease. Is it and. I think he's going to end up in a big timeshare. So, yeah, I, I really – I don't see much happening out of that roster at all. So, I, I agree with you. All right, who do you have at 11? Let's sneak around. All right, 11 is – it's kind of a surprise, but I've got Scotty. Um, I like his quarterbacks. I, I think he's got two really good quarterbacks. And then the other four on his team, I don't know why they're even on his team. Um, you know, he has five – quarterbacks he's got Geno Smith he's got Jordan Love he's got Jacoby Brissett and Mitch Trubisky maybe take two of them if you're really concerned that you drafted really bad quarterbacks take two really bad ones instead of four um he's got Amari Cooper who I think is going to regress this year got Mike Evans I think Mike Evans and Travis Kelsey will do good Jerry Judy we'll see um he could come up so I, I guess I do like his wide receivers he's got TJ Hawkinson a little bit better but then it goes to Fournette, um, who was good last year, but I, I could see him falling off a little bit this year. I could see Tampa regressing this year. Cream Hunt did not do well last year. Very inconsistent. 
and Miles Sanders, same thing, uh, inconsistent. So I like Scotty, he, he, and I, I believe he's got some money, right? Um, but I really – and again, these players, with things breaking correctly, could go up. But eesh, if, if Scotty takes one injury on his running backs, I mean, who's he going to pick up? So I, I just don't really – not digging on Scotty's roster right now. All right. Um, at my number 11, um, Dave, I have you, mm-hmm. um, here, here, here was my thing with your, with your team. When I did it without factoring in money or anything else, and just looked at straight rosters, I wasn't even factoring in who the player was, what, how many, you know, how active, I think you're super active. I think you're, you know, you know what you're doing. Um, when I looked at it, here's where my issue and, 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 um, you know, since I'm doing 10 next anyways, I have Scott at 10. Here's the difference between you and you and Scott, uh, Scott, though. Um, Scotty's sitting there with 10 bucks and you've got three. You know, Scotty has a, a look. Oh, you're, you're, let's see, I'm looking off of old information I have eight. here. So I have eight. Okay. At least. Yeah. Okay. But still. maybe I'm, yeah, maybe I'm giving Scott a little bit more benefit of the, uh, the doubt, but I really see you guys sort of at the same spot. I like your quarterbacks. Um, I love your running backs, but there is question marks there too because DeAndre Swift hasn't been able to stay healthy. Javante Williams is sharing that back backfield 50-50. Um, they're not high on Josh uh, Jacobs and stuff. So you're, I, I'm not – like I like your rear running backs. On paper, they're great. Like I, I want your running backs, but I'm also like I wish you had a better floor there. Um, and then your starting uh, quarterbacks are, are, are your starting receivers are, are solid. Um, the, the back end depth, and again, it's just you don't have a ton of money to deal with. That's why after I looked at it, I mean, you, you fell behind a couple people that had a little bit more money, a little bit better trading uh, uh, trade chips and stuff like that. So um, I had you at, uh, at 11. Uh, again, Scott was at 10. Um, similar situation. He had a little bit more money. Um, here's the, here's the biggest issue with Scott's team is I have no idea what he's doing with this bench. Like I do know, I, I, it's an interesting theory. I just don't think it's going to work. He picked up all the leftover quarterbacks. He's hoping one of those guys hits, um, maybe it's an upgrade over golf, or maybe it's a trade asset and then he can go and work the waiver wire. The issue is, is he's only sitting on $10, and even though he can make some moves, he can't make a ton of them. And I think a lot of – the other thing is a lot of his players are on the downswing. You look at Fournette. Fournette had an out-of-this-world um, uh, uh, year last year. I don't think he can replicate that. Um, you look at uh, Adams, different uh, – Didn't Fournette come in overweight, has, too? Yeah, Fournette has all these other issues like that. I mean, uh, I, I don't see – if Fournette's my my uh, ace starting running back, I'm not really happy with that. Like, I, I like him as the number two, um, back end number two. Like, he's a very good complimentary second running back. He's going to be solid, good floor. But I'm not expecting big games out of uh, uh, Fournette here, you know, throughout the season. They, they tend to hold him back – until the end of the season anyways, as well. So um, some of the other, uh, like he's got Kelsey on the downswing. Um, I do like Judy a lot. Um, But the the biggest thing is I I don't think his, I don't see a lot of guys outperforming uh, what to expect. And that's where his issue is. Um, I don't like the the idea that he's doing on the, on the bench. I think it would have been better if he was sitting with $30 um, trying to do this, like, so he can play the waiver wire more. So I think he's just going to run out of money. He's going to end up trading um, some stuff, but it's not going to be enough. He doesn't have enough chips to, to get anything really great. I think with all those bad quarterbacks. So who do you got at 10? Uh, so I have, let's make sure uh, I've got you. <laughs> so, um, uh, you know, you got Lamar Jackson, uh, you lucked out with Baker Mayfield a little bit, but uh, Baker Mayfield is who he is. I think he's on a worse team now. Um, so I think his play will get that much worse. Uh, you might get Ritter probably at the end of the, 
or mid. Well, he's on my IR, so. Oh, you permanently IR'd him. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I think Ritter's going to take over about halfway through the year, and that could have been a very interesting. Um, you know, looking at your running backs, you know, Saquon has never done it. Um, yeah, he has. He gets hurt. Sa- injury. Saquon prone. was a number one uh, running back. He's had fluke. Um, he he has been a number one running back, and he has had for a whole season. Yeah. When? I don't even remember. That, that year that he caught like ninety-five balls, I think it was his uh, rookie year, se- rookie or second year. It was early on. Yeah. And yeah, the last two years. I mean, he. I said last year that he came back um, too injured, like it was too close to his injury. He's had that whole year. He finished it. He's healthy again. I have. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I, I just I have more hope in him than. Well, and well, let, let's just say Saquon Barkley, uh, you better have hope, uh, which is why you're yeah. drafting him. AJ Dillon, um, he's a backup, uh, good backup, but backup nonetheless. And Antonio Gibson was going to be a backup. Uh, we'll see. I think they're still going to not let him tote the the ball as much as he did before. But you lucked out there. Uh, Michael Pittman, eh. um, the guy from Detroit. Amon, he looked great last year. I do like him. Uh, Chris Godwin, he's got the injury, right? Yeah. Yeah. When's he due back? Midway. Early in early in the season. I mean, it's... yeah. We'll see what what he comes back as. Uh, I so many weapons there, and so so much moving around, inconsistencies. So, and again, I've, I've got you at ten. You could end up in in, in two. Uh, also, I think part of your thing is you're in a division where I think Max and Ken, uh, I, I rate them highly, and I don't think Brad has too bad of a t- team either. So I think out of that division, I think that's going to play a little bit of uh, – give you a little bit of issue. But that's why I put you at 10. Awesome. Who do you have at 8? Eight? 8? Or should we go to 9? Oh, sorry, 9. Uh, nine, I've got Dom. Um, so Dom, where is he? Uh, where's my notes? Dom. So obviously he's got great quarterbacks, two best quarterbacks, and he's got Justin Jefferson. So he's got three awesome pieces. Unfortunately, I do not like Julio Jones. We'll see how Kyle Pitts progresses. Um, Sky Moore, Rondell Moore. DeAndre Hopkins, when he gets back, that could be interesting. Um, but James Cook, Cordell Patterson, Kyron Williams, J.K. Dobbins, I don't like the running backs at all. Uh, you know, we'll see what Dobbins does, but I think that's going to ultimately hurt, hurt him. Uh, Julio Jones is just garbage. He's done. I wouldn't even bother spending a dollar on him. Um, but I just not liking his team, he loses – one or two players and it's done. And then that's the same thing for almost anybody, but uh, that's where I've got them. I'm just not loving that team. I I don't like the running backs at all. And other than Justin Jefferson's, everything else to me is a question mark after that. Yeah. Um, So surprisingly, I have Dom there too. And I actually had Dom at 11 when I initially ranked this, Um, but Dom's sitting on $35. Dom's a pretty decent active player. So I think he can improve on this roster. That's why I raised Mm -hmm. him. I think he's going to finish higher than like, that's why I put him over you and Scott. Like I thought your team was better, but I have Dom higher because of that. Um, Everything you said is on point. Dom doesn't have a number one or a number two running back on his team. I, I would not feel comfortable having Cordaro Patterson, James Cook, or J.K. Dobbins in either my number one or number two spot, and he—that's his start. That's all three of his running backs. So, you know, that's going to be really tough to overcome. And I mean, he's got some stars, but like, there's his floor is so low. He basically needs those three guys to hit um, yeah. consistently, and then the rest of his team to have like out of the world, out of this world games. You know. You know, when you're starting James Cook as a, as a starting running back and he's only 3% um, starting on Yahoo uh, rosters right now, there's a reason for that. He's not going to score you. The, the likelihood he's going to be a double-digit scorer is, you know, week one is not ex- like almost nil. So 
that's where we're at. Like, that's why I'm, I got Dom where he's at. Um, at number eight, I do have myself. And again, it was more of, um, I had myself actually lower and then I raised it back up because I have the second most money. And then I put myself back down because Mm -hmm. I'm in this division that fucking sucks. I think here, I'm going to do seven next. I got Brad. I gave him a little bit more because I like his, I like his floor a little bit better than mine. Like we're the same team and in any other division, I think we'd be fighting for that wild spot, a wild card spot, maybe even, you know, have a chance at, at division winner, but we're in this crazy division where it's so top loaded and I got to play max and Ken twice a year, like, yep, I, I'm not as good as their team. I'll admit it. I like my team. I'm nowhere near as good as those guys. So I need to have really good weeks to beat them. I'm already in the hole because of that. I'm screwed. So Brad, I got there. Um, the the biggest difference on on Brad's team is I think I think Brad's got a lot of players that like. Are, everybody's really high on like Brad's can go the other way. Yep. I think, I, I think Brad, I, when I said, I like Brad's floor a little bit better. I, I, I like Brad's upside a lot, a little bit better than mine. Um, I think my floor is better. He's got a lower floor, but a lot of the players that they're talking about, like um, Cortland uh, Sutton and uh, Trey Lance, um, his uh, uh, Eli Mitchell, uh, Mike Williams, like these are all players that I want on my team. I I love these guys. Um, you know, I I, th- I think he's got a really solid, good uh, lineup. So that's why I have him at seven, slightly higher than mine. He is walking in with a, t- a lot of money. He's not. He's. I got more than him. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm almost double him, but he's got. $26, which is a lot more than a lot of other, you know, more than half the league. So yep. he's in a good spot. Again, I, I'd have Brad higher, but he's in that, that same division as me where I don't think Brad's anywhere near Max and Ken. Like, I'm sorry. I got Max and Ken, Ken in a completely different tier. And that sucks for me and Wait, Brad. You're talking Max, like the Max, the guy from last year that, you know, didn't know how to draft and didn't know what he was doing. And, I didn't know. No, we did it. This rankings difference last year. So I thought his initial roster, nothing. We didn't. Now I'm playing in a little bit more of who, who these guys are. And I'm, I'm saying this is where they're ending. So, yeah. All right. So uh, my number eight, I mean, we're fairly consistent. No, number seven. I think you have. No. Or are you at eight? It's we're at eight. So my number eight is me. Um, I had me as low as 11 and is up to a seven and then back to eight. And uh, listen, looking at my roster, Justin Field, Ryan Tannehill, um, I think Field can put up a lot of points because they're going to be playing from behind. Tannehill has been good these last couple of years. Hopefully he can stay there, um, but I know there could be some regression there. Uh, I like my wide receivers, Tyreek Hill, Brandon Ayuk. They should be playing really well. Darren Waller, I think, will have a bounce back this year. Uh, the back end, Robert Woods, Chris Olve, I, I like that. And Michael the Thomas. Only, the only I, issue it, with with those with two of those guys is Michael Thomas um, coming off the injury, and Waller's in an injury right now. That's the only yeah. thing that that's a hammy. Let, right, the hammy. That's and he hasn't played at all. He's not. Uh, they don't think he's going to play week one. Which I'm so fine it, with that. Sit him week one. I mean, I've, I've done a hamstring strain. It takes a month, and I'm not even doing near the stuff they did. So, yeah. you know, sit him. Sit him. I'm good. I've got enough depth there, and I like that I have Michael Thomas and Chris Olve because I think one of the two is going to come out of that. Yeah. Um, Robert Woods teaming up with Tannehill. I'm liking that. And then Christian Kirk and Tyler Boyd. I'm all right with my wide receivers, and I think they could end up being a strength for me. Uh, I agree with the, the running backs. Unfortunately, I've got Swift, Williams, Jacobs, and three guys that I don't know what their production is going to look like. Uh, DeAndre Swift has been fairly consistent. He'll miss two or three games, which happens. But, you know, I'm all right with if it's just two or three games or he finally has his full season. Um, but, yeah, I think I, I could be in the mix for a playoff. 
um, or I could also be back at 12. Uh, actually, I think that we'll give that to Memo. Memo, you can keep that 12. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so and then four by seven, I had Brad. So again, we've been fairly consistent with what we were thinking. Uh, I look at Brad and I don't like Trey Lance or Mason Rudolph, but he's got Kyler Murray that's going to carry him. Uh, I think Terry McLaurin will will have a little bit of bounce back. Mike Williams is excellent. I think Cortland Sutton could really be something. He's got the Devontae Smith, who I, I hope, you know, he's he could have a little bit of a breakout year. So I like him. Uh, Chase Edmonds, James Conner, Devin Singletary, Eli Mitchell. So a lot of question marks at that production. I don't think James Conner is going to do the same thing that he did last year. Uh, could be totally wrong. Oh yeah, uh, he's not. He scored twenty touchdowns last year. Yeah, how? Can I don't he... think. I don't think he's doing that again. You know. No. And and did didn't he have a little fall off at the end of the year, or is that just me? No, he did. He did. And yeah. the thing is, is like that because they talked about him a lot on a lot of uh, my fantasy shows. Is yeah. you look at that number and he he did it on really poor efficiency. Like he's not a high, like uh, explosive runner. Like he just. He, he's solid. He's that four year, four yard every single time. So um, his he's due for touchdown regression. So that's, you know, yeah, I think he's a solid guy. I'm not saying that he's not worth it. I don't think he's a number one running back though. Right. But I agree with you. He's, he's got some guys that can really, you know, break out. And that's kind of why I have him at that top end portion. So we will see. And like you said, he's got some money. So I, I think I think uh, Brad's sitting at four or five if you take him out of that division. I mean, if you're going just yeah. – this was a Roto League or something where it was just, you know, where you finished and stuff, there was no divisions. I think Brad's, you know, finishing four or five. Well, well I'll tell you this, and I'm skipping a little bit ahead, but my number six guy I feel could be down to number nine, um, and Brad could definitely move ahead of him. And actually, could you could from ten up – like. Dave, divisions. So go ahead. Who's your seven? No, you, uh, I did seven. Brad's my seven. Go to six. Who's your six? No, you, you didn't do your seven. Who's your seven? I did. Brad. I, I did it together because me oh, and Brad, I, I was talking about the same. Yep. It's a, sort of the same idea where I think we're at the s- similar level. So yep. who's right. your six? My six was PJ. So I put PJ at six. Um, you know, looking over his team. It's it's nice, but like Derek Carr, okay. Um, I think he's going to have a good, good season. But Jameis Winston, Watson's not coming back till the what game eleven, eleven or twelve, depending on their um, time off. Jimmy G, he, Jimmy Garoppolo is. I don't think he's going to play. I don't think he's going to overtake Trey. Uh, Trey can. I think they they need him to to play, and they're going to let him play. Um, Keenan Allen, okay, good. DJ Moore, uh, inconsistent. Hunter Renfro, he's going to regress, I think, because there's, you know, a guy named, uh, who is it? Devontae Adams? Yeah. Uh, he's on that team now, so I, that's going to do a little bit of regression, even though he's a slot guy. Um, Austin Eckler, great. Alvin Kamara, let's see which one we get. Melvin Gordon, he's a backup. Uh, Mosert, backup. So, just not in love, not horrible, um, but he could also have some things that break him and, and put him up as high as four. Um, but not a big fan of his roster, we'll just say. Okay. But he's still um, at six and making the playoffs, so go figure. Yeah. <laughs> um, so at six for me, I have Darren. And um, here, let me go because I was looking at PJ's. Um, cause we're a little different on that one. I, I have a different idea of where, where he might be, but, sure. um, let me find Darren. See, yeah, he's Mixon's cup. So I have Darren at six because, um, he's, he's sitting at $12. So he's got decent money. Darren's got a lot, um, a lot of like, 
big guys that I really like. I think he's solid. Like I like Joe Mixon and Rashad Penny. Those are, you know, that's, that's a two matchup. That's, you know, solid. I think he's an above, above average at running back. And then, um, you know, for him to be uh, sitting with Tony Pollard, who, you know, last year, like he, he can even progress more as if his role is increased. And especially with all the wide receiver issues that they're having right now um, at, in Dallas, um, I'm hearing that Tony Pollard might be involved in the uh, passing game. So I actually like uh, his running backs pretty decently. His, his uh, receivers are some of the best out there. I mean, Cooper cup, Marquise Brown, um, he's, I, I, they're really high on George Pickens right now who's on his bench. Mark Andrews is the number one tight end last year. And I, I, you know, they got rid of Mark, uh, Marquise Brown there. So he's getting even more of the targets. I think, I think he's, he, he has a very good chance of, uh, repeating, uh, Gabe Davis was the, you know, the, the Cinderella guy in the uh, postseason, and they're really high on him at Buffalo. So I like him as like a fourth option. So, and then, uh, Dak and I, I'm not in love with Carson Wentz as much. That's why I sort of have him towards the back end. He's sitting with $12, decent amount. I think Darren is, I think a lot of people underestimate Darren as a manager because he doesn't do much. He's very solid, but when Darren does need to make the, the moves, I, I feel like he does. So, um, I, I don't have that. him as, I don't have him as high as, uh, uh, as, I did last year, and part of that is he's he's just not as strong across the board. But um, he's still – I like his team a lot still. So um, that's why I have him at six. Yeah. Um, at five, um, I have Sean. And Sean's another one like that. Like Sean, you know, is still very solid based off of last year. Um, you know, he, we know him as a manager. I mean, like you can't under – uh, underestimate Sean, you know, like he's, he's always up there. Um, you know, he's sitting with, uh, Tom Brady, Mac Jones. I, I actually like that. I don't love it. I like it. I think it's solid. I think Mac Jones can be solid. And then when you've got that upside of Tom Brady, who's, you know, otherworldly, the only thing would be, he is 45. So he may right. break down and you don't have, you're sitting with David Mills on your, on your bench. So, I don't know how well Houston's, you know, offense is going to be. So, um, Thielen, really good. Um, I think he's going to be better this year. Uh, this is one, This is the year where I flip on Thielen, where I actually think he's really good. I like DJ Chark. Um, George Kittle's, a, you know, going to be really good this year. Um, and then he's got the best running back crew of any any team. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, uh, David Montgomery. That's his top three. You know, those are one, like, I'd be happy with those as like a one high two in, 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 on my team, like all those guys. So he's got a very deep running backs. His bench isn't super deep. Right. This is why Sean's so low. And I, I like, I think Sean's so starting, uh, starters is so high or it could be like, in that upper tier where I'm going to have some of those next level guys, Sean's only got $1 left. He's got no money. Didn't know that. So, so sitting on that, like he's, he's got a trade. He's got to do some two for ones, which I typically don't like cause you don't get the best end of, uh, of that. Um, uh, typically if you're trading a one-off, like he, he's going to have depth issues and things like that. I just, I'm not a, I'm not a, I don't think he has as many pieces. I, I'm not saying that he can't do stuff. I'm just saying he's going to be limited because of that. So um, I, I don't think he's far off as some of them, but that's well, his with, issue. With the, with the money issue, I would, I would probably flip him with PJ and put PJ at five, but I've got Sean at five too. Um, you know, I'm not as high on Ezekiel Elliott, but having, you know, him and Montgomery, It'd be nice if he had somebody back behind that, even if it was somebody halfway decent. Uh, Mac Jones, Tom Brady, yep. Uh, I think Mac Jones is going to have an even better year this year. Tom Brady, we'll see. Like you said, big question mark with that age. Adam, you know, as wide receivers, Adam Thielen, I don't think he's going to get better. I think, I think he, we've seen the best of Adam Thielen. I don't think. Well, you got to remember, be- this is a brand new system in Minnesota, right? Like this uh, is the same system that's had Cooper Cup. 
Like they're running the same thing. And Thielen's in that Cooper Cup role now mm. where he, I mean, I, I just, I could see him having a better year than, than we, than we think he should. Like he, he fell off a little bit last year, but I think he can rebound and be very solid. I think he could be a top 12 uh, receiver. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, well, and like you said, Dalvin Cook, Ezekiel Elliott, Dave Montgomery. So, you know, not a bad three there. Um, he's just got way too many wide receivers, Adam Thielen, Tyler Lockett, George Little, uh, Kittle, Chase Claypool, you know, four really good names there, DJ Chark, Dotson, and Tooney. He should have turned at least one of those into some type of running back. Um, and then, yeah, I, I, I didn't know about the money situation, so that would definitely – that's definitely going to give him some issues to be able to do anything, make some moves, fill in, fill in stuff. I mean, he can't even pick up a defense or kicker at a certain point. Right. Right. So, so yeah. Uh, and then for my number four, I've got Darren. So basically, you know, I'm going to guess you're putting PJ there. So we, we've had a very similar um, take on these. Uh, I like, Prescott, I think Wentz is going to have a good season. Um, Daniel Jones is his third. I think that's a, a really good three for most people to have. Cooper Cup, uh, he's okay. Uh, Marquise Brown, uh, Gabe Davis, Pickens, Mark Andrews, pretty solid. Um, but the Joe Mixon, Rashard Penny, T- Tony Pollard, I think Pollard will be m- more active. Um, so it should be really interesting. But I can also see him looking outside the playoffs, depending on how things bounce, you know, injuries are going to be the big thing because there's, there's a lot of people that have some issues here and there with their depth that one, one injury to the wrong position is going to take you out for the season, which, you know, that's, that's always talked about. So who's your four? And that's sort of why I still have everybody in the same sort of tier. Like I have these teams, we're still in the same tier. I, I, I think yeah. it's close enough where 12 can be like uh, 12 can be up there. I mean, but so can these guys. Yeah. So at four, I have PJ and this is where I think it's going to get interesting. PJ sitting at around $9 now, um, I believe. And, um, or I no, he's less than that. He's about $6 now. So, um, y- you know, he can't make as many moves. So, um, but he's in a really weak division. So I think he's going to, he's going to, uh, well, he's got you and, and memo in that division. Mm-hmm. And I think they're, he's better than um, both of you guys. So the, the issue is, is um, I have Maddie at three and I, I like their, uh, both of their rosters a ton. Um, but Maddie gets the edge because of the money situation. That was the only reason that put him uh, put him at. When I was doing these rankings, I had to, I kept flipping them back and forth initially when I was just taking a snapshot of the the rosters. What I like about PJ's team, um, Derek Carr, Winston, uh, Jameis Winston, not the best quarterback duel, but I don't hate it. And then he still's got uh, Deshaun Johnson, uh, Watson that he can come in. You know, when he played before, he was great. It's kind of a question mark, so it's it's a lotto ticket. Um, and then receivers, he's very solid. Like PJ's, I think PJ has had Keenan Allen and DJ Moore on every team that he's ever had. And those guys, and the reason why he has them is their their floors are up there. They're they're solid guys. They're not, you know, they can be great too. Like there's still room to grow on them, um, but they're very solid guys. They're gonna you know be that consistent PPR. Um, not a, like none of them, not a ton of uh, touchdowns out of them, but a lot of receptions, a lot of yards. <clears throat> and then PJ's going to compete with uh, with Sean as one of the best running back do, uh, cores out there. Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, um, Melvin Gordon. I mean, those are like great running. Like I like Melvin Gordon as your third running back. So, um, and then he's still sitting on Raheem Mostert on the bench, who a lot of people have him. Um, could be like a, a, a very like stud sleeper pick 
um, you know, playing in Miami. So PJ team, PJ seems really good on that. Um, I like him. Maddie again, uh, I have Maddie at three, um, J- Jalen hurts, uh, and Tua. I actually don't hate it. I think Tua is going to be better. He's going to be closer to that. Um, you know, 15, 16, where you want that second quarter, uh, quarterback at, um, but he's got Jalen hurts who, you know, can, he's got that rushing floor. So um, if he does any better in his passing, uh, Jalen Hurts can be, you know, a top three, top four type of guy. But, I mean, I think he, at worst, he's going to be seven, eight because he's got that rushing floor. Um, He's got great receivers, some of the best receivers, A.J. Brown, Devontae Adams, T. Higgins, CeeDee Lamb. Tell me when to stop when he doesn't have a good receiver on his team because he's got stud receivers. Oh, Alan Lazard on his bench. I mean, who could actually – Turn, if he can turn the corner, could be something special this year. But he's he's the number one receiver at, for Aaron Rodgers. I mean, right. that's on your bench. Like that, I want that lottery ticket as a fifth receiver option when you're already running what he's running. So he's got phenomenal receivers, and then his running backs are solid too. You know, the Jonathan Taylor, um, uh, uh, Travis Etienne, Damian Harris. Those are th- like I like Damian Harris as a third option. Mm-hmm. Etienne's a great upside second uh, uh, running back, and then you've got the best running back. So Maddie's team's really, really good. He's got $20. I think Maddie's going to be super active this year. I think Maddie's got a chance. I think this is the best he's going into it. So I, I've got high hopes for Maddie. Yeah, I've got him at four. Um, so he's my next – or I'm sorry, I've got him at three. So he's my, my next guy, and um, I like his team too. Uh, I think he needs to uh, – solidify that quarterback situation just in case uh i think me and him are the only ones with two qbs so uh that would be a big downfall and his luck (laughs) sometimes hurts him more so than anything but you know what he's uh he's out of baseball so he's going to be totally focused at the beginning of the season and uh he has doesn't have to worry about baseball playoffs with the fantasy so um, and like you said, he's got great wide receivers. I like his starting uh, running backs. Um, Damian Harris is a third is very good. I, I, I think that he has a great chance. Um, and all he's got to do is make one or two moves to really solidify things. Um, and then for- right, well, hold on, hold on. Before we do this, it's obvious from, from the beginning that we've had the same top two. Uh, I just felt it, you know, we, we, before we talked, we didn't really say anything, but we know we have the same uh, top two. I'm wondering if we have it in the same order though. So who do you have at two? Uh, so I'm betting we probably do. So at two, um, let me just find the notes. I have Kent. So, um, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Malik Willis. Uh, awesome quarterbacks, awesome depth, um, Debo Samuels, Jamar Chase, Dante Johnson, Waddle, Odell Beckham, very good depth there. My my main concern is he's got Najee Harris, Christian McCaffrey, and uh, Kenneth Walker, um, who is probably not going to make the start for um, the first game, which he's got enough <laughs> wide receivers. He doesn't need his third running back. But Najee Harris has the LASIK fracture, correct, strain. Um, that is not something you want to hear from your main running back going into the beginning of the season. And then he's got Christian. I'm definitely going to get hurt at some point, McCaffrey, this season. Um, so if he just had one other running back in there, I would, I'd feel much more comfortable to put him at one. Um, but we we will see. Uh, it's a hell of a roster, and he's going to put up some points. So that is my number two. Hey, we actually do not have the no. same uh, rankings, and it's interesting because initially I did have Ken at two, and it was flipped. What really played into it is Ken is sitting at the most money at forty three dollars, mm. and and uh, Max has only got six. Ah. So that is what that is what flipped it is Ken has the most money. He has a ton of trading pieces because he's 
he stocks these um, uh, college guys. He has yeah, but he doesn't like his trade them. We we don't know. Like I'm saying, if it gets bad and he needs to, he's got pieces to trade. He also has a ton of money, so Ken can improve. Like Ken's raw roster is already amazing, but that was the difference for me. Is he can he he has the money to make it even better. All right, um, Max is at number two, and I I think Max is walking into it has the best roster going into it. I, I don't. I, I legit like would be happy going in with this, this, what he's got. Uh, I don't think there's anybody that like, th- there's nobody that I would replace. Like, I, I don't, you know, Kenny, Kenneth Gainwell, um, his, his bench guys. I'm just going over his bench guys. Cam Akers, who is coming, you know, is healthier from that uh, Achilles in, in, uh, yep. injury. He's going to be starting it there in LA. That's your bench, uh, your, you know, bench guy. You got Brees Hall, who everybody says is, you know, the most talented running back coming out of the draft. He's got a great situation. He's going to be a pass catcher. That's great to have. Jeff Wilson. Jeff, if you look at Jeff Wilson, when he's healthy, has been a touchdown machine. Like, he's their go-to uh, goal line guy. And he's so, on a team with a bunch of injury-prone running backs. Yeah. So, you know, Jeff Wilson sitting on your bench is not a bad, bad play. Kenny Pickett, they're super high. If, if any rookie is going to start, it's Kenny Pickett. Yep. Dalton Schultz is they're super high on. Like, that's not a bad tight end to have on your bench, you know, because he is playable. You got him, you know, long, if you got him long term, you got him, you know, multiple years type of deal. And there's been and, a lot. And, of, and there's wide receivers to pick up during the season. Yeah. And then Kenneth Gainwell is this been been this like, Hey, Kenneth Gainwell, this guy should be on your, you know, roster. Like he's being drafted at the end of drafts. Like this guy can, can be, uh, the, you know, the buzz around him is really big. So he's got all this great stuff on his bench and we haven't even gotten into his like starters. His starters are some of the best out there. Allen Robinson, Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, Russell Wilson. I mean, like Max, you have the best team. The only thing that's bringing you down is $3. So, yeah, I love Max's team. I think Max has set himself up really well this year. Um, I, I, the question is what happens at the end of the year with, with this? You know, you're going to need – got to see how, you know, how it lays out, and fan, fantasy can be tough. So, at well, number one, I have got, Ken. I'm, I'm getting yeah. Brees Hall and uh, Pickett definitely on good contracts and – so he's got some pieces that he can play with. Oh yeah, look. that's why he's yeah. still number two. Like, yeah. I mean, he's he's not out of it if he loses, you know, a, a Nick Chubb or Derrick Henry. So I mean, I, I love his team. I really do. So um, Ken's got, I, I think Ken edges him out in the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I want all the healthy. If we look at it, I want all those players over the best uh, starting lineup that Max can put out. I I don't know, man. That's pretty tough. Listen, I'm just with me right now with those, those injuries lingering around his running backs and nothing back behind it. He could be scrambling right away. I mean, there is a chance that Najee Harris goes into week one and doesn't make it out of that game. And Kenneth Walker. but, But Najee was healthy all last year. Right. And he didn't play much during the preseason, and they already announced that he has a LASIK injury. So that's not good. That's your foot. That's the bottom of your foot. Not good for a running back. Um, but, yeah. like I said, I if, he, if they're good to go, we'll see. Yeah. But, you know. Well, I'm saying take – Take this team, you know, yeah, you got to bring health into it, but take his team and and say these guys healthy versus Max's guys healthy. You wouldn't want Ken's team over Max's. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying I, I realize I like Max's team better because his bench is better than Ken's. But uh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm saying starting lineup. I mean, Ken's healthy. got a hell of a wide receiver bench, so, um, and he's got Trevor Lawrence, and I, you know what? It's, I, I think you could flip a coin, but if I if I had to take a roster, I, I guess I'd probably take Ken's. I'm just so concerned about those running backs, 
And like I said, I'm looking at this as, as going healthy again. Yeah, yeah. Going all the way through the season. Um, no one, I, I feel like Ken sometimes like has trouble pulling that trigger because he, he loves his guys and wants to keep them there. And he knows he wants to try to keep going year after year. So I get that, but somebody's had trouble, you know, getting to that game and, and winning that game. So we'll, we'll see. That's, that's, I think it's, it's going to be a very interesting season. I think there's guys that are in those lower tiers that can obviously win. It's going to be a, a long season. And once a couple injuries hit, we'll see who's you know selling and who's struggling. So why did you put Max at number one? Because we didn't really talk about him. Yeah, no, obviously Max has got a great lineup. I, I like what you said about his backups are solid. Um, and I, I think I look at that. I think to me, maybe I overvalue that sometimes and um, look beyond just the, the beginning starters. But, you know, if something happens to Allen Robinson, Stefan Diggs, he's got Juju Smith, he's got David Schultz, you can pick up a wide receiver. He's got Derek Henry, he's got Nick Chubb, Damian Pierce, Cam Akers, Brees Hall. I mean, he's got plug and play people. So he doesn't necessarily have to make a move. Um, and if he does make a move and brings something even better in and, and jettisons somebody that's, you know, got potential for next year or the year after, he's he can make it that team stronger. So I you know, that's why I have Max number one. I, I think it's a really well constructed roster. I think he's got depth at every area, so he doesn't really have to worry about scrambling to try to find somebody to fill a spot later on. I'm glad I got him at two because I looked at his uh, defense and his uh, kicker because I was trying to look for any reason why uh, to pick him. And I like Ken's got L.A. as his defense, so Los Angeles, mm-hmm. Los Angeles Rams, and then the Atlanta kicker. So, but uh, Ken's sitting on uh, uh, or Max is sitting on Nick Folk, the New England kicker, who I don't see New England scoring a lot. It's an outdoor stadium. I don't love that pick. And then yeah. he's got Dallas's defense. We had so, a good deep. We had a lot of turnovers and sacks last year, buddy. So don't sleep. Yes, I, I don't. We think also gave be as good without. Yeah, I don't think with Randy like them losing Randy Gregory. I don't think they're going to be as good. I like I like his defense, and I don't know. But you know so what? I, sort of, I mean, like let's say Max is in it towards the end of the year. That's where you just get creative, and you you find somebody to throw in that oh, defense yeah. or that kicker. Oh, yeah, I, yeah well, the, the low but money. Ken's got the money. Yeah, I'm surprised he bought issue. a three-year from me. Yeah, so well, maybe he like again. This I'm going based off of the draft ending because the Google Docs isn't um, isn't up to date yet. So I may be playing off of you know old information, but this is you know it's close to that. Like I don't think anybody made like a twenty dollar deal or something like that where right. a lot of money money yeah. went. So yeah, um, yeah. so th- those guys are sitting at lower amounts. Ken's sitting with the most. And he's got an amazing roster, so I have him at number one. Yeah, that's big. Well, right, Ken, we'll, well, we'll see what you do. Don't uh, yeah. don't, spend, <laughs> don't spend it all over the place. Wait, I can see Ken like flexing his uh, kickers as shit. <laughs> uh, I'm just so jealous of Max's team. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, I think it's going to be a fun year. Like, well, uh, wait, wait, wait. Said. So well done, well done, right? Um, yeah. Who who do you have going to the championship game? Obviously. Who knows how everything, you know, gets lined up. But who would you say are your two guys going to the championship game? I mean, I, I got Max and Ken. I mean, this is how I lay out the end of the season, sort of. Um, I mean, there's there's reasons why I have Brad out of the playoffs is because of the division it's in. I, I think Brad's got better rosters than some of the people um, uh, ahead of him. So, I mean, this is sort of where I think it's going to line up. I think Ken and, Ken and Max are at a uh, – whole higher tier so i see those two going up against each other and at that point it's who's going to win the be- yeah who's got the better roster and if who's going to win equal i got ken right now i mean you're picking ken I, again i'm gonna pick ken again oh sorry ken. I, again i think again yeah, i'm going coffin. based off of if we're if we're going starting roster at the end of the year this is it i i gotta pick ken wow uh so I, i'm gonna go a little different. I'm going to go with what we normally see in baseball. I'm going to go Max and Maddie in the championship. And, okay. and I'm going to go Max just because, you know, history tells us what happens when those two play each other. But 
I think Maddie's got a, a chance to win it all this year. I, yeah. And I've, yeah, seen, he, I've seen Ken manage at the end of the year, and I just I can't believe he can ever win a Super Bowl. So, Yeah. <laughs> I have Maddie up there, too. I mean, Maddie's, like, almost at that tier where Max and Ken are at. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think he's he's got a lot of guys that can make that jump. But, I mean, yeah, I love Maddie's team, too. I, I'm excited for Maddie because I feel like he's been – He's been dejected the last couple of years and stuff. So, um, yeah, he's had a rough go of it. You know, we got a little bit of time. Um, I know this this podcast. You know, we try to keep it around an hour. Or so, um, I, we got a little bit of time, and we didn't really put this on the Google Docs. Um, but I'd love to ask, just because I thought about it a lot this year, so I could talk about my my philosophy going into it. Um, did did anything change this year going into the draft on? Uh, your thought process on the league on how you were going to draft. Uh, I put less thought into it. And from talking to the few people at the draft, I think they have too. Um, I think everybody's just maybe gotten busy or maybe we're in a little fatigue right now with this. So honestly, I just, uh, I didn't have many people to draft. I don't totally like how my draft came out and that's on me. Um, but, uh, I felt like, um, I felt like, I think I was talking to Sean and even Sean was like, ah, I was going to do some you know, research, but I didn't get time to do it. And, and you guys are all busy with the kids and stuff. And I definitely, I think I, I have a little bit of, uh, fatigue with this right now, to be honest. Um, I, I enjoy it, but I feel like, uh, the camaraderie is, is missing a little bit. And maybe that brings out the competitive juices and I'm just not feeling competitive. So I'll, I'll put that out there. So hopefully we can hang out a little bit more, um, you know, in groups again, especially now that all this shit's over, but I understand you guys are busy. And my one takeaway from the draft that I was surprised about was the, and I want to, I don't know if I talked to you about it was the prices on wide receivers fell drastically. I felt. Yeah, and that's sort of and that's hey, the quarterback I'm, effect, right? Yeah, I'm I, like I'm changed. I know I was really like I had my thought process and how this all would go. Um, you know, going into it, I felt like everybody was overvaluing the the quarterback. I still feel that, like in my heart of hearts, I think everybody's paying way too much, and it's a lot of people stockpiling them. I think still the key. I think still the key and the most important thing is running backs in this league. Um, But I definitely shifted. And I mean, quarterbacks is like a one B it's, it's not where quarterbacks were an afterthought. You can, you know, skate with, you know, a back end guy, you need, you need at least one really good guy and a a solid and a, you know, a, a decent second, or you need two solid guys like two, you know, around, the, the the 10 11 12 area 13 maybe um so yeah it's it's definitely it's definitely changed my thought process going into it um i did value receivers a lot less um and that's because there's less money to spend on them people are right. putting it towards the quarterback so um i also changed how i feel about college players um i i think it's an important chip to have it's like cash you know um, I don't think I, I'm glad I have the cash that I have because I think it can win me, you know, like a big player. Like if, if, if I'm trying to trade for somebody, um, but I really want, wanted to walk in here. And I said, if I can get Bryce young at a decent price, and I think $4 is a decent price. I think that chip is bigger than any cash that I can bring and stuff like that. Like I've changed my thought process on that. And I know I get flack all the time. Everybody wants to like throw my words back in my face, but um, you know, cause I, I say stuff and I'm opinionated, but. Well, you're, I, you're I def- very vocal sometimes. And we, we, we hear you loud and clear and we remember that and we like to I, remind you of it. And again, you guys like to throw it in my face. I do, you know, I. I well, so let me slowed, ask you this. I haven't um, slowed down. Yeah. Do you feel like college players have more value than AAA players in baseball? Yes and no. So I still think the top end um, AAA players still hold a lot of value. You know, those like 
top prospects like, um, you know. Like Green from uh, Detroit. Yeah. Something. Yeah, something like that, you know, um, when we were trading for Wander Franco, you know, Vlad, those guys that are like, no brainer, this guy's, you know, a 90% outcome is going to be a star, you know. Um, so th- we still hold those guys in a lot higher value. Um, but I think overall, like just even the unknown, like it's, I, I think last year with Jamar Chase and Jalen Waddell and these receivers, Najee that, Harris. Najee, running backs can do it, but receivers traditionally haven't. Correct. Yep. I agree. And, and to have two receivers, one set the receiver uh, rookie receptions in Jalen Waddell. And then, you know, we st- we're not even talking about Devontae Smith, who in Philly would have been on any other season, would have been the best receiver rookie of the year. But you've yep. got Jav- Jamar Chase and, and, you know, killing it. So I, I think we saw some stuff that that's fresh in people's minds. And I think, they, you know, I, I'm still wary of receivers. So I don't think I'd ever hold a receiver as a college player, but I'm you know, there's been enough evidence in running backs and quarterbacks that they can come in, get a starting job, and be effective. You know, um, be, getting a Herbert, getting um, so, some of the guys so, like, like Lamar. So this is um, my thought: is that they almost are, because especially on the running back and quarterback, if they get that starting position, they can contribute to your team right away consistently um and when you hit on that it's it's going to be big where triple a players i feel have been diluted and maybe it's just i've looked at them so much lately because i haven't been doing well the last couple of years and that that they nobody just comes up and is consistent for very long periods of time and you know looking at the quarterbacks that come up that you know are going to hit like uh, Peyton Manning, like if we were doing this back in the day, could you imagine having Peyton Manning one dollar for four years coming out of college? Right. Like, I think it. I think college players are going to be this. What we're doing now is going to have a big effect. And look at Ken's reaping the benefits right now. He he hit on three in one year, so uh, you know, really interesting. And he could hit again with Walker, which will which will be devastating for his long-term ability to stay relevant. Yeah. So, I mean, I've definitely changed my opinion. It, you know, it goes with the league. Like I, it's not how, you know, I thought it would go, but um, I I definitely, you know, I'm I'm definitely changed my mind on it and I'm, I'm, I'm adapting. I I'm going to be active. I picked up these players. Like that was part of it with how I drafted is the reason why I went with Saquon is because I, I do still like his upside. And I wanted to, I didn't want to pay for, uh, for that. I wanted to walk away with cash and, and be able to walk away with, with some of this stuff. So I am more active throughout the season. So my, my strategy actually paid off and it's how I wanted to draft. So I'm glad like I'm walking away with as much money and the pieces that I have. So um, I'm excited about this season. Yeah, I, I am too. Uh, I think there's, uh, like I said, and, and we've talked about it for quite a long time, is um, all the way from 1 through 12, all these teams could be totally different places. Oh, yeah. It's going to be an interesting season. Uh, uh, hopefully no crazy one-week sell-offs anymore. Um, <laughs> and just a good time. So hopefully we can get together. Maybe try to do a, a mid-season get-together, um, hang out and go out and grab something to eat and uh, hang out all together at one area. Uh, I'm always open for Thursday night uh, football. So I know you're off on Thursdays. Yep. I get off at a reasonable time, so I can even duck out early. So I'm more than willing to watch a Thursday night game. I know you guys don't have weekends off. but Well, I'm, hey. I mean, I'm off early enough that I can do Monday night thursday night or usually sunday night football so well we'll plan something i've got an outdoor projector now so um yeah we'll hopefully can do something yeah let's work on that all right well that is bald guys talking football one more time 
we'll see uh, if we have any in season. Maybe we'll we'll do a a three or four week uh, run as opposed to trying to do it on a weekly basis. So, Eric, thank you for getting us together and suggesting it. And appreciate having having you on. And any last words for the season? Yep, I'm excited. All right, all right, guys. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. I hope you enjoyed it. Bye. Maybe, maybe what I'll do is maybe take a Sunday off. Maybe coordinate with you and have everybody over. You come over and maybe we cook for everybody. Why do I got to cook? It's your house. I always cook. <laughs> okay, well, you can come well, over and hang out then. Do you know what you should do is, uh, like, everybody do a dip-off or something like that. You know, because they always enjoy that. Like, everybody bring, like, bring a, a, a chili yeah, or something. A, We've done chili. We've done ribs. I think we did appetizers. Didn't you, know? you do chicken wings? I don't know if we did chicken wings. That might be an interesting one. Uh-